Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Welcome to U.S. Markets Wrap. I'm John Cheong. The Dow dipped for a fourth straight day by 0.77%, ending at 32,799 points. This comes as U.S. lawmakers struggled to reach a deal on the country's debt ceiling, heightening worries of a potential default. The S&P 500 lost 0.73%, settling in at 4,115, while the Nasdaq Composite edged 0.61% lower to finish at 12,484 points. In the spotlight though, NVIDIA in the after-hours trading. That's one has just released its earnings and we're going to need to unpack that today with Brian Shannon, Chartered Market Technician and owner of Alpha Trends. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good to be here on your show. Thank you. We have to start this conversation with NVIDIA because in the after-hours it's just surging by more than 20% and it's already doubled this year. At the start of the day, it was trading at $304. And right now, at the end of the day, in extended hours, it seems to be testing $390. Oh, what do you say is defying all odds right here? Amazing move. It's just continued to be a strong leader, and it makes a great example for holding winners uh, that you have in uptrends that, uh, you know, news and surprises, they say, tends to follow the direction of the trend. And that's certainly the case here. Like you said, up 26% right now and at all-time highs, amazingly. It's uh, slightly off the all-time high by 15%, is it? Uh, the previous high was about 330 or so. Oh. Here we are at 387 right now. It's a 2021 high. Uh, meanwhile, the SPY also hit new highs last week and it quickly dipped again this week. Can we get back into bullish territory again soon? And what sort of time frame are we then looking at? You know, there's a, there's a phrase that says from failed moves come fast moves. And I'm thinking that unless NVIDIA can really help save it, you know, we've still got this debt ceiling nonsense going yes. on. And as long as the SPY is below 414, which is pretty close to where it closed today, then I'm just being a little bit more cautious. Overall, you know, we've got rising 50 and 200-day moving averages, which typically portend a longer-term uptrend. So mm-hmm. I'm cautious here, but I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I think that the buyers have a good chance to get the control back here soon, and it could help uh, lead to, to a bigger rally on the heels of NVIDIA and some of the other stocks that have been behaving really well. So it's like NVIDIA is doing a lot of the heavy lifting here. Yeah, especially for the NASDAQ because the NASDAQ is, you know, very close to the highs from last week and, uh, you know, again, been the bigger winner this year. Okay, and we also have to turn our eyes on the triple Qs. We know that the triple Qs is the fifth largest exchange uh, traded fund in the world. Uh, it's climbed up to a new 52-week high last week as well. In fact, it seems to have climbed by more than 25% so far in 2023, despite signs that investors are pulling funds. So are you seeing mixed signals here on the triple Qs? No, nothing mixed about it at all. Um, you know, very similar to NVIDIA, which makes sense because NVIDIA is such a, a strong uh, component in the NASDAQ. Uh, as you mentioned, this was at a new high for the year, up 25% for uh, you know as of last uh, week and pretty close to it here in after hours too. So, you know, we've got a beautiful uptrend. You know, we've seen higher highs and higher lows in the NASDAQ this year. So I think you have to look at it as innocent until proven guilty and that, you know, you look to buy the strength after pullbacks mm-hmm. that uh, will tend to lead to that trend continuation. Right. So it sounds like you're suggesting that the slow and steady here wins the race mindset is what investors should be taking right now. 
I, I really think it is, yeah. And it's always going to be stock dependent. Uh, we saw another company report uh, after hours, which was Snowflake. And that company is now down 12%. So, you know, down from 175 to 154. So it's always going to be stock specific, but uh, stick with the leaders. And uh, that's what the message of the market always tells us is, you know, manage risk and stick with the ones that are working. Yep. So that's another one we're looking at, Snowflake. This one's just falling apart as well. At this point, though, what are the key risks that investors should be then looking at and what should we be wary of? Well, I think now that we're pretty much out of earnings season, uh, that's a great time to kind of look to see which stocks have been uh, being bought up on the earnings reports and and see if those can uh, continue to move higher. To me, I think it's we have overall a bullish environment and we doesn't mean every stock is going to go higher. So to me, it's the message of uh, stock selection and it's really more of a stock picker's environment. Um, so, you know, again, to try to stay away from buying dips and buying stocks and downtrends, wait for those downtrends to work themselves out, turn sideways for a year or so. And, and then as they start to rise again, that's the time to own them. Don't try to be smarter than the market and buy them when the institutions are selling. And the market remains like in a pullback mode right now due to a combination of overbought conditions and elevated fears of the unfavorable debt ceiling outcome. What's your advice on that fund then for investors? Well, again, it is, as you just said, you know, slow and steady wins the race. Try not to be distracted by headlines so much. This debt ceiling will work itself out eventually, and it'll turn into another non-event in the market, really. So you have to look at it, each stock on its own merits, you know, manage risk, know when the earnings reports are coming out and know when things are getting a little bit dicey and try to take some profits along the way as the market tells you to and and raise the stops and, you know, be vigilant, Uh, not not just sit back and expect the market to do all, all the work for you. Are there any specific stocks or sectors you're going to be looking at for the rest of the week? Well, uh, sectors, I mean, the semiconductors have been real leaders. They pulled back uh, here a little bit today, but after hours, they're moving strong. Uh, you know, NVIDIA had mentioned that the AI is, you know, driving some of their business. So uh, a bunch of the AI stocks, there's a, there's a lot of little ones that I probably shouldn't mention because they you know, tend to be a little bit more illiquid. But I, I think you start to look at some of the, uh, you know, names such as Microsoft based on AI, and that's in a strong uptrend trend as well. And just some of the other stocks, uh, you know, associated with artificial intelligence are going to, anything that associated with that, I think is worth looking at and delving into a little bit deeper because there could be some real dramatic moves there. So if I, were to, if I were to use an analogy for AI, a golf analogy, which hole are we on right now with regards to AI? Uh, three, maybe. Oh, three on the All right. Well, then there's quite a long way to go. We're talking about an 18-hole course, I assume, right? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so, a uh, third hole on an 18 course. So, that's a long way to go on AI, on a golf. Wow. I think so, yeah. There's going to be a lot of shakeout as well, just like any new industry. And the beautiful thing about it is the way that AI is right now reminds me a lot of all the, you know, internet stocks when the internet first became a thing is that we had this imagination of what it could be. Nobody knew 
what the winners would be eventually. But the the stocks would run on these real speculative fervors because there's no way to, to, to traditionally value them because they're trading on hype in, uh, of what could be in the future. So you can get some real dramatic runs to the upside, especially in some of the you know smaller names uh, out there. And I'm excited to, you know, hopefully take part in some of those big moves I think could be coming. Well, it's always exciting to play 18-hole golf. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you so much, Brian, yeah. for these insights. We've been speaking with Brian Shannon, Chartered Market Technician and owner of Alpha Trends, and this was Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.